Hi there, it's me, Nick Cole, and welcome back to episode two of Control-Alt-Revolt, the podcast, where myself, Nick Cole, writer, author, adventure, raconteur, coffee, coffee enthusiast, and uh, single white female, my sidekick. Single white Medusa. Single white Medusa. <laughs> single white Medusa. We uh, just talk about uh, stuff that's interesting to us. Coffee, conspiracy theories, fun, uh, politics, culture, uh, interesting stuff like that. And to the haters that said we didn't have a second episode in us. Take this, guys. Here we are. We're doing a second episode. <laughs> Just to spite you. Just to, This is a spite podcast now. To the one guy who told us we should stop, we're going to do this for the next 20 years just to spite you. Hey, if Larry David could do a spite <clears throat> store, we can do a spite podcast. Yeah, we can do that. I'm co- I'm I'm cool with that. I've got to rough up my voice a little. Uh, one of you always says, "Oh, I, I didn't realize Nick Cole sounded like that." You know, that's this. This is how this guy sounds. You know, yeah. I didn't realize Nick Cole sounded like that. Totally. I'm sorry. I'm from California. <laughs> I know that my pictures are like, "Hi there, I'm Nick Cole." But uh, I can do that. I'm an actor. I, I can, well, let's be real. Yeah. Let's like just yeah. Let's just be real. You don't real. need to like put on a character voice. I've been putting People on a should accept character voice since I the... met you. <laughs> 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 um, let's the uh, we started off this morning with something that was like sort of ridiculous, and summed up kind of the current state of affairs. Would you say like it was like yeah? It was like this was like peak. What happens? When, you know, sort of the insane, super liberal left. I mean, I know there's certain people that say, <clears throat> you know, I'm a liberal and I, and I know those people and they're pretty nice and pretty interesting. I don't know. I wish we had a word for like the super nutty people, like the, the super, you know, yeah. just crazy. I mean, they're but insane. over at NPR, uh, there was a there was a tweet today and, you know, I'm going to do something controversial. Uh, I'm, I'm going to talk about uh, the government being bad. So, Whoa. <laughs> so watch don't out. Get crazy. But uh, NPR, as you know, is, you know, it's funded by your tax dollars and they do the news. And so. But- Let's the see the air quotes. They can't see the air quotes, but we, we know they're there. Yeah, we know they're there. <laughs> news. News. <laughs> um, over at NPR this morning, they tweeted, Good news. Prancer, the 13-pound gremlin chihuahua. Notice I didn't say chihuahua. I have no idea what a gremlin chihuahua is. Um, who hates men and children. I think that's an important piece of information mm-hmm. in, the, in the news tweet. And was described as... A vessel for a traumatized Victorian child has been adopted by a 36-year-old single lesbian in Connecticut. Okay, so now I'll just read that without editorialization and, and comic wit. And uh, I had to say to him, is this for real? Like, is this actually, did NPR really post this seriously? Right. And the answer is yes. The answer is yes. Can I read it again? Initially, it'll blow it seems like, like a Babylon B article or something like that. <laughs> yeah. And you can tell, like, the like this is a true story and like literally this is one of the saddest tweets I, there's so much sadness <laughs> crammed into this tweet that it possibly can't contain all the sadness that there is to sad um good news prancer the 13 year old or 13 pound gremlin chihuahua who hates men and children and was described as a vessel for a traumatized Victorian child. Uh, That's the part that irritates me the most, and I'll tell you why. 
has been adopted by a 36-year-old single lesbian in Connecticut. Well, of course. Who else is going to adopt a dog? Well, it hates men and children. That's the only person <laughs> yeah. left, really. Almost. Yeah, the, the, a dog haunted by the soul of a Victorian child. You know, like, you know that there's probably some guy named Bryce Michael Christopher working at the Petco where this dog is, you know, up for adoption. And again, I think dog adoption's noble and dogs are great and all that kind of stuff. No, I don't think you're getting into heaven if you're good to dogs. But it's nice to be good to dogs. But uh, you know that there's this Bryce Michael Christopher there who works at Petco with his, you know, failure career uh, because he got a degree in romance literature. You can go ahead and open that water I'm crack now. it open, okay. Instead of opening it for the next 30 <laughs> seconds and like... <laughs> Like the old lady at the theater, you know, like, just unwrap the candy so I can get to these people dying on stage. That's how I like to spend my Sunday afternoons. But you know, Bryce Michael Christopher, like, like when they're like, well, can you describe the dog, Bryce Michael Christopher? And he's like, I feel like it's a vessel for a traumatized Victorian child. And like all his debt that he wants you to pay for and all his misspent years and his sadness and loneliness have now vaulted him into the, the highlight, you know, the spotlight, because he described this dog in such a manner. And, and I think the, the best part is, like, no one knows. Like, only me as a writer, like, sees beyond the, the story and finds the guy who actually used this phrase and then, like, develops a character, Bryce Michael Christopher, out of him and, and, and just sees, like, the failure and sadness and shame and embarrassment and just utter fail of his life that, that he was able to to somehow take what seems like a very unhappy dog and not a lot of fun, and then describe it in sort of Dickensian terms. So, you know, then we have the 36-year-old single lesbian in Connecticut. Well, of course, of course. Who else is going to do this? And who else is NPR going to, you know, talk about as being the hero? That's fine. I like these kind of stories. They're fun and nutty. I could write a short story out of this. You, I've done those kind of weird things. Fight the Roosters like that, right? Sure, yeah. And I mean, I think you wrote a short story called, <laughs> I love this title, Safe Space Suit. Yeah, Safe Space. Safe that space got me suit. in a lot of trouble for a long time. <laughs> <So funny>. <laughs> <laughs> the best part is title. one day, one of my woke children uh, called me up and like was just like, I can't believe you wrote this. <laughs> and I was like, that's the gift of being my child. Uh, it was great. Um, I love it. So it was, it was funny. But... Uh, you know, not, I, I'm not bothered by, you know, who cares if Bryce Michael Christopher is, you know, owning it like a boss and dog, dog descriptions and 36 year old single lesbians in Connecticut. Uh, you really stuck the landing on that one lady, um, are, you know, doing this, that none of that bothers me. This is not about gender issues or identity issues or dog issues or, or any of that kind of stuff. What bothers me is this is NPR and this is where your money goes. And NPR is just this huge, I mean, I, I think I'm preaching to the choir on this, right? Like everybody knows that NPR is this giant waste of tax dollars. Mm -hmm. um, we, we've already got enough NPR. It's called CNN and it's oh called MSNBC gosh. and it's called Fox News. It's just nothing mm -hmm. but regurgitated establishment propaganda. So that's what got me worked up this morning, but it was yeah. a funny, it was a funny thing to get worked oh, up. I know with, it right? still blows my mind. Yeah. Like I can't believe it. And then you like had a couple of stories that you wanted to talk about, like, which really kind of com com compare and contrast. 
Um, or you could say contrast and compare. You could say compare or contrast, or you could say contrast or compare. You could say compare and contrast. Maybe. Or, you could say com- contrast or th- don't they kind of correlate? Aren't they kind of like similar? Don't they go along with each other? Are you just saying the same thing once? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I do that in my writing I'm sometimes. It's not compare and contrast as much as like they go together. Like when you say it burned like fire. I know. I'm like, that's repetitive. <laughs> my best line at once was I sent to uh, my editor, David Gatewood, and and I literally wrote, it, it was like a thing that could be felt. He, But I think you even said he felt it like a thing that he could felt be felt. It. And I'm like, what? He felt it oh like gosh, a thing that could so be felt. this is so repetitive. No. That's and you're the, like, I like it. I that's, the kind it. Of, that's the kind of pro you're working with here. <laughs> so uh, that's the writing tip for today. <laughs> I don't know what oh the gosh. shake out of that is. So, well, so, like, so far we've covered, if you really this is love a spite podcast. Sure. Uh, we don't like NPR. And then uh, you, yeah. you had a I, But the weird thing is we both way back when did enjoy NPR. Yeah. So we wanted to like NPR. We weren't just already against NPR. Um, I don't know, unfairly or prejudiced against it. We right. liked it because we were like, oh, you know, it's, it's a... Uh, hip and smart and you know we like that and it's eclectic but then the, you know yeah. as we kept listening to it we were like Ugh, when i was no, an actor it's too slanted like we can't can't when i was an actor in hollywood and i would have to go to auditions all day or when i was a pa or, or thing uh, pa i just kind of like listen to a lot of rock and roll <laughs> but when i when i was an actor you know i, I knew that that was the tribe and i had to kind of speak their language and so like if you did get a moment with the casting director, you could be like, oh, I just listened to this piece on Armenian sand painting with Nina Totenberg. So <laughs> it was so great. You know. <laughs> Maybe that got you the job. Maybe you could feed your family. You know, so. Well, when morning, eclect- morning becomes eclectic was oh, on this morning, uh, you know, and I was <laughs> going over my lines. You know, you know. <laughs> So what, what have you got that's um, uh, cooked well, your bacon? I mean, we were um, throughout the day, like drinking our bone broth at lunch and stuff today, whatever we were listening to the Dan Bongino podcast, where he actually got to interview President Trump today, which was so exciting. I'm going to be honest. I'm going to interject one okay. thing about that. I cried a little. <laughs> what? Which About what? That Trump was there. I know. I was, it was I like, was so happy. he is such a stud oh, and he loves America. That's the thing. And yeah. I wasn't even a Trump guy. Yeah. At first we were like, oh, great. But compared this to crazy. this freaking he was awesome. brainless mummy and the mm. hoe that's probably going to follow him. Mm-hmm. Uh, and again, that's a cool thing why I'm doing this Substack is because I can call Kamala Harris a hoe and Joe Biden a brainless mummy because I don't care about monetization over on YouTube because uh, what the one of the stories you're going to tell us is that like we were watching Trump's video and YouTube immediately took it down. And you're yeah, like, that was the thing. what are you so afraid of that mm-hmm. he has to say that you've got to just all let the man say his stuff? Like, yeah. this is like if people are not irritated that the technocracy is now the de facto government Yuck. and they can decide who gets to say what. I mean, like, like I just, what is peak when we do something about that? Do mm-hmm. we need to go to pitchforks and, and fire? Like do you know, like what do we got to do to stop this? Uh, but by the way, if you want to listen to it, you can still find it on rumble. Which is still a free speech bastion. A bastion. <laughs> As Bryce Christopher Michael would say, it's a bastion of free speech and it needs to be crushed. Why does Bryce Michael Christopher sound like Cobra Commander? 
That's true. I don't know. He needs to sweeten a little. I need to work on that character. Sure. Bryce Michael Christopher. <laughs> Unless, like, is there something about Cobra Commander that we don't know? Is he going to come out? I think that Cobra, you know? <laughs> yeah, I think that Cobra Commander was not necessarily gay, but I think he took all comers. <laughs> okay, so. I think he was into he's it. He's like. He's greedy. Well, like, he was he greedy. <laughs> he was like what Dave Chappelle said. <laughs> Dave Chappelle. If you're bisexual, you're really actually just greedy. So, yeah, Cobra Commander was greedy. That's, yeah, that's a no-brainer. There you go. <laughs> this conversation would make Jason's eye twitch. And like, Cobra Commander's not greedy. Uh, he's not. He's not. He's not that big. He's a world-dominating psychopath. <laughs> Um, yeah, and then another thing that kind of went along with that, with the, like, technocracy, well, sort of technocracy, just the whole, whatever, um, all the suppression and everything that's going on. Also today, federal agents raid Rudy Giuliani. No, home. not yeah, sweet Rudy. I know. America's mayor. Rudy's awesome. Exactly. So, remember I was telling you yesterday, like, there's certain podcasts we listen to, like, Rudy Giuliani's podcast, which is called... Um, let me find it real fast. Well, she finds that sure. it is a really nice, like, it's like, like it almost feel it almost feels like it's so nice. It almost feels like a Garrison Keeler, mm-hmm. like NPR podcast. It's Rudy it's called, Giuliani's common sense. Yeah. Rudy Giuliani's common sense. And I really enjoy that podcast. It's very comforting, very calm. He, he breaks stuff down. He has such a great demeanor, mm-hmm. you know, like, and so like that you sent FBI, jackbooted thugs to raid Rudy's house. Like, come on. Like, that dude should be off limits because of 9-11. Mm-hmm. He did great. Screw you, FBI, and the horse you rode in on. Yeah. Okay, what else you got? That's crazy. Um, well, I think, like, the other thing we were talking about that definitely goes along with that is, like, all the money that Joe Biden just put into um, the IRS being able to audit normal well, why would he do that? American taxpayers. And we were saying, surely it's you, to, know, sure, you know, it's only yes. conservatives that are going to be audited. Surely it's to audit all the Facebook, you know, twats and dweebs and, you know, just people who just like just hell bent on ruining everybody's life. You know, who doesn't think like that? Surely. Surely. Yeah. You know, Mark Zuckerberg's not getting yeah. audited. No, and, no one, know. no one who deserves yeah. all the libtards out there. I, I have a pretty good Sorry idea. Sorry if you're a libtard, audited. but yeah. You know. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, we're not bitter. We're not, you know, crazy or whatever. This is just us. And, and this is what the podcast is. This kinda, is just uh, our is opinion. Us. I said a naughty word in there. I'll try not to say naughty words. Thank Nicole you. reacted with me. She, the, As- the spectrum Aspergers kicked in. She stemmed. She tapped her forehead. Exactly. Um, hey, let's tell people how really crazy we are. Okay. Let's talk about what we think about about UFOs. Okay. Well, some people will probably find it crazy. We don't find it crazy, obviously, because no, that's I'm, the conclusion I'm that we've ready. come to. So, I mean, my thing for a long time was I didn't really put too much stock in all the alien stuff. Um, cause all I knew about it was like, it's a conspiracy theory. And you know, um, it just seemed like random people that had sightings and whatever. And I didn't really know like, well, how can you prove that? Whatever. But, and I think you always like left a little more like, well, maybe, but you weren't like totally in on it, but you were like, oh, maybe, right. You were a little more well, I've seen, I've seen a UFO Oh, okay. That's and, right. and then also I'm a science fiction guy yeah. and stuff like that. So I, I like, but it was never like, it doesn't obsess me. Like it obsesses mm-hmm. certain people. Um, but I have, you, yeah. You can't help but notice lately. I can't help but notice lately. Right. It has been so much in the news, but very specifically by 
really reputable people that are kind of coming forward with their sightings and their stories and whatever. And it's like, it's a little more undeniable when it's a lot of military officials and Department of Defense people. I don't know if I'm getting those exactly right, but you know what I mean? That kind of type of people. And um, I think, I, you know, in the book that I'm reading, even one of the books that I'm reading, um, there was even an account from President Reagan way back in the probably late 80s or so. I'd have to look it up again. But President Reagan even, um, went, you know, went public with an account where he was up in a plane and uh, they saw something like that. And he told his pilot to follow it. And they followed it for quite a while until about Bakersfield. And then it just shot up into the air, like in a really crazy you know, way that a normal plane, you know, wouldn't be able to do and just disappeared. And I just thought like, well, I'm down with President Reagan and he was a really, you know, normal yeah. uh, down to earth guy. Like it was just, so anyway, like I think now we're like, mm, okay, well people are seeing stuff. There's something here. And then the next question is like, well, what is it? Like, what's the explanation? Cause there's a few you know, kind what's of the one? That, what what is what? What do you think UFOs really are? Well, because we're Christians. And this is where we get crazy, everybody. We totally get it, all that kind of stuff. We're not nutty. We're not joining a cult. But this is like this is what we think UFOs are. Go. I mean, because we're Christians, like this can be backed up biblically. We're not just like coming up with this out of thin air. But I mean, and this is a legitimate viewpoint, but it's not everyone's viewpoint. But we believe that it's demonic activity. Yeah. Um, I, th I think it is. Obviously, and I in think, the Bible, there yeah. are demons. Yeah. So you already know, like, we know there are demons. Yeah. If you believe in the Bible, you know there are demons. You don't know if there are aliens because the Bible doesn't talk about them. So it's possible. Yeah. It's possible that God could have created aliens, but he doesn't mention it. So there's kind of no way to know on that. First front. off, why would aliens from another planet, like, which is a big long haul to get here, even <clears throat> want to come and, you know, probe our hillbillies and abduct our cows. Yeah, that are that elevated and yeah. that smart that they have all this technology yeah. that we like, don't Like, we don't have, have anything to offer them. Right. If, if if life abounds in the world, the earth, in the universe, life isn't that special. But, you know, okay, so, so then we look around and we go, okay, you know, why would we come to that conclusion? Like, a couple of reasons. Like, if you get into this sort of Joe Rogan stuff that's going on where they're meeting these, like, trans-dimensional beings and stuff like that, like... By doing that drug with by the doing DMT and ayahuasca, or you know, I probably pronounced that. Whoa, right. Sorry, that sorry, word. dude, who's gonna you know? <laughs> make, I don't, I don't like, I don't like the sound of that closed voice, <laughs> and he didn't pronounce ayahuasca right. <laughs> I bet oh, Bryce gosh. Michael Christopher could stick ayahuasca. He'd be all, oh, it's sure. ayahuasca. 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 <laughs> I don't know. I've never even heard that word. Can I offer you a latte? <laughs> latte. So, um, you know, uh, so, you know, like there, I think it's more like when we talk about demons, I think what we're talking about is interdimensional beings. When you see what the aircraft are doing that are be, that are UFOs or whatever, those are doing some things that violate physics and things like that. The UFO that I encountered one time was doing that stuff. Um, it's not something that an organic living being could do. Um, it does violate a lot of laws and things like that. So it leads me, a lot of these things lead me to believe that. And then, you know, you kind of look at, okay, so now here's where the Christian part comes in. You know, Christians believe in the rapture. We believe we're all going to get taken up to heaven. We'll say like some Christians believe in the yeah. rapture. Not all Christians, but yeah. we do. Yeah. So... Yeah, not the Christians, like, not the Christians, like, who write the book where, 
love wins and you know you don't really need jesus or, like the shack <laughs> yeah, oh my gosh the <laughs> shack or you know christians yeah. who are like oh i, I read the secret and i feel mm-hmm. I feel closer to to him, her God. Yeah. Like Christians who refer to God. A woman. Yeah. A (laughs) woman and stuff like that. They're not going. Mm -mm. Um, (laughs) We're going. So, yeah. So so now you know how crazy we are. And I'm cool with that. That's cool. Not everybody believes what I believe. And uh, and I don't require you to believe it. So let's just go with like, hey, this this is what these Christians believe. And a big thing that a a lot of Christians have always wondered about is like, well, okay, if we get raptured, like, how is that going to be explained? Mm-hmm. And I think Christians have come up with very, you know, like, how's the world? Like, if suddenly all the Christians you know are gone and you're standing there, how are you not going to go, oh, crud, I should be a Christian now? Because, like, we're kind of told that that, that kind of does happen in the tribulation. It kind of doesn't. But, like... Yeah, so if that happens to you, by the way, you still can. <laughs> you still can. But, but... Uh, the show is not about okay. that. Okay. <laughs> Maybe we don't want them there. <laughs> yes, we do. Okay. <laughs> um, maybe we went a little advanced time. No, we'll just joking. That. Okay, so, 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 but, but, like the UFOs kind of make like sense for that story when you kind of think about it. Like mm-hmm. they could be saying like like the UFO people could come down as demons, and they could be like oh, we got rid of all the Christians. They weren't ready to like uplift with you guys. Or, you know, they're they're going, you know, we're, we're taking them somewhere else. Or they could even lie and say, oh, they, they had it all right. You need to believe in our religion. But like the, the sort of like r- the rise in UFOs, the government getting really down with talking about it. Mm-hmm. You know, it could just be political distraction. Sure. It could be what we think. But like, there's nothing wrong with having like fun theories and crazy theories. I think there's something wrong when you start like mortgaging your house yeah. and going out to a field and stuff like that. But my guess is like all everybody kind of listening to listening to this podcast on some level like has something like that that like is a little nutty, but I think society in a lot of ways and especially that you know social media like putting warning labels on everything we say like We've lost that really fun art of being able to talk about what what's real, what we feel, um, you know, and even the kind of nutty things we believe. We're all just so wound tight and, and being judged and things like that. So, you know, we kind of thought we'd, we'd share that with you today so that you can turn off this podcast and never listen again. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah. uh, you know, like, hey, tell us what yours are and like, you know, create the uh, create <clears throat> the conversation. And I mean, I think it's just, I think anyone can agree. This is a subject that no one can be a hundred percent sure about at least right now. And so therefore you have to have theories and we're not saying ours is 100% correct. The science is settled. We're just saying, because you can't know for sure, like based on our worldview and all the evidence that we can see, this is what we think is in our opinion, the best explanation. You might have a different one and that's fine because this is not something that can be proven as of right now. I don't fight with other Christians about how many angels can dance on the head of a pen or like, you know, you guys aren't all Baptists and you're Catholics. And like, I, I, I don't do that kind of stuff. I just, I let everybody say their stuff and I think it's interesting and sometimes there are fun things. Mm-hmm. I, I think a lot of the things that we talk about actually aren't that important. I don't think the rapture or demons is all that important. Um, the only thing I think is important is that, you know, if, if that you know this in the broadest possible terms that I can say, that God loves you. And and then I believe that he, he demonstrated that love through Jesus Christ. If, I think if you get that, 
everything else is great. You can fight over, you know, holy gravy and unholy gravy and, you know, uh, watermelons that look like the Virgin Mary. I really don't care about any of that stuff. It's not really important to me. Um, but I, I, I do think the alien thing is interesting. Um, I think it's weird that the government's so into it right now and being mm -hmm. so forthcoming when in a lot of ways, the government's really, you know, being actually very like right now, like it was a tweet that I had that resonated last week. And I said, the government's not your friend. Uh -huh. And I don't know that I was always the guy that would make that statement. No, I never and, uh, felt like that until recently. Yeah. And now I kind of feel that way. Yeah. So that's kind of where we're at today mm -hmm. on episode two, Spite Tuesday, Spite <laughs> Wednesday or, you know, whatever spite it is. Podcast. Yeah. Spite podcast. We, we didn't actually get a bad, uh, yeah. a bad, uh. Uh, feedback yet did we we have gotten, we just making that we've up? got i just made that up. oh okay good yeah. i'm sure they'll come though you know they will come the more people but that start listening you'll get the trolls but what kind of drink are you gonna have this evening when we go out for dinner mm, i forget what it's called but there's some sort of gimlet that they have there at, at our like kind of asian fusion place yeah. that we're going so i think i'm gonna get that yeah i don't know i think it has like mm, i'll have to look it up really fast bourbon maybe yeah. I'm I know just, there's a bourbon drink there that I like, but the gimlet might not be that I'm just going to get you and be completely wasted. <laughs> oh. Just drinking you in with my eyes. Aww, thank That's you. Sweet. Thank you guys for hanging out with us this afternoon. We hope it was fun. Please encourage us. Please like it. And you know what? We said that yesterday, and a lot of you actually did, and that was really sweet. That yeah. actually... That actually really made Nicole's night because she follows a lot of fashion podcasts and she's like, oh, people there are so mean and nasty. To and she's everyone, like, yeah. to the biggest ones, like yeah. to the most beautiful, perfect ones. It doesn't matter. Like they all have mean trolls. I mean, they all have lots of people that love them, obviously, but man, they all have mean trolls that say horrible things. And I'm like, yeah. oh, so she was a wow. single white Medusa was a little afraid of that. And sure. you, you really that in my life. You really made her feel loved. And thank you. And of course, obviously, if you guys have different opinions on these things, we're cool with it. Yeah. Like, that is fine. It's a free country and we love that. And I'm sure it feels like, you know, the people that are listening, like, you're down with that too and you get it. So. Yeah. Um. Let's see. My gimlet, by the way. Roku Gin, Usury Liqueur, Saint-Germain, Saint-Germain, Saint Elderflower Liqueur, Lemon, Simple Syrup, and Mint. Just in case you're curious. Um, excuse me, Christopher <laughs> Michael Bryce here. It's Saint Germain. Saint Germain. That's the podcast. <laughs>